quite familiar with the school, um, so I won't need to explain a whole lot about it, and they will do that in a bit here. But uh, the ambassadors travel uh, throughout the summer, um, just about every night in a different uh, location, unless they're at a camp for a week. And, and um, Michael Moan is a, a lump, recent alumni of the school as well, and he's traveling with them this year. And Micah, it was 40 years ago that uh, I was on the team with your dad and mom. Yeah, it's kind of interesting what comes around. But uh, great to have all of you here, and uh, I'd like to just lead us in prayer here as, as we uh, commit this evening to the Lord. Lord God, we just thank you for this uh, opportunity to come together. Lord, thank you for music and how it lifts our spirits and encourages us. And uh, we thank you for our Bible college and, and the blessing it has been to uh, many, Lord, in our FLC uh, that have studied there and many that have been ministered to by those that have. And we just uh, commit this evening to you, Lord, and, and ask that uh, you would remind us of your presence even as we um, hear the music tonight. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Good evening, everyone. We are super excited to be here. We are the 2021 Ambassadors team, and we're super excited for the time we get to spend with you guys. We already had some fun hanging out with the, some of the youth here and played some games and had some great food. So thank you for welcoming us already. Um, for those of you who are unaware, the Free Lutheran Bible College is a two-year program which focuses on grounding students in the eternal and inerrant word of God for a life of faith in Jesus Christ and faithful service in his kingdom. And we're super excited to have this opportunity to be on a summer team, especially because last year, you know, we weren't able to. So we're super excited that we can get back on track with that and be a part of this. So um, my name is Micah Moen. I serve as the team's FLBC representative which basically means that I don't sing as much, but I'm here if you have any questions or, or if there's anything you'd like to know about the Bible College, I'll try to answer that for you. Or we have a display, a display table in the back if you'd like to find any more information about the schools. So, and there's also a box back there if you would be interested in financially giving or, or if you want to get in touch with anyone from the schools, there's some contact cards back there too. So if you have any questions, I'm here for that. Um, but before we begin, I just want to tell you a little bit about our theme for this concert, and it's the theme of confidence in the cross. And that's taken especially from Galatians 6.14, which says, But far be it from me to boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. And I know over... This past year, for many people, it has been a hard one. It's been a year full of trials and struggles, things which we really didn't anticipate. And so I pray that tonight that this would be a good encouragement and reminder that there is something that we can have confidence in, and that's in the cross. That's in what Jesus has done. So I pray that you all would be encouraged and reminded of that. So would you join me in welcoming the 2021 ambassadors? Well, uh, good evening. 
Um, like Micah said, we're the 2021 Ambassadors, and I'm Hunter Burnson from Buffalo, North Dakota. I'm Carter Nealon from Prescott, Arizona. I'm Bria Larson from Moorhead, Minnesota. I'm Kaylee Peterson from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And on the piano, we have Keziah Kwanbeck from Moorhead, Minnesota.
John 1, verse 29 says, The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. says, And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all of our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. Watch and pray, find in me thy 
not in the way Christians normally think about one. There was no Paul on the Damascus Road experience for me, where I was walking along the road, you know, living a life of sin, and then all of a sudden the light of Christ dawned on me and I was saved. I don't even have, I don't even have what a lot of you could probably identify with, where, you, you know, you always knew the truth, but it wasn't until such and such a day that it really became real to you. In fact, for as long as I can remember, I've had an active walk with Christ. And for the longest time, I felt really self-conscious about that. You know, I hear preachers on the radio always talking about how everyone's life is divided, every Christian's life anyway, is divided into B.C. and A.D. You know, like your life before you met Christ and your life after you met Christ. And well, I don't have a B.C. volume. I got a B.C. pamphlet. 
you want to see my pamphlet? No, you don't. It's boring. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the more I think about it, the more I thought about it as I was preparing to give this testimony, the more I thought that the fact that I don't have some dark moment where I stop believing or really any kind of quote-unquote conversion story is really a testimony in itself to God's faithfulness in my life. You know, often I'd hear people talk about praying a hedge of protection around someone. How many of you have ever heard that statement before? We're praying a hedge of protection around you. Okay, quite a few of you, okay. I never really got that one. You know, I thought, well, what's landscaping gonna do? But anyway, um, that, is, that is until I read, a, a, um, my parents rather read us a book called The Hedge of Thorns. In this book, um, there's this little boy and, a, and, a, and his little sister. And every day when they walk to school, they see these beautiful, golden, well not golden, red apples on this nice apple tree. And they're like, oh, if only this stupid hedge of thorns weren't here, we could get across it and get to that apple tree. However, later on in the story, they find out that just beyond that hedge, there was a deep chasm that comes on you out of nowhere. And apparently a little boy had fallen in there. And the, dad, and the father of that child who, who had died in that chasm, had put up that hedge to keep anyone else from falling in there again. Isn't that what God does for us? I can think of a time in my life, like when I was about five years, five years ago or so, um, I was involved in watching videos on the internet I really shouldn't have been watching. And I knew it was wrong, but I didn't know how to get out of it. But thank the Lord, he put up a hedge of thorns. My parents found out about it, partly because, of, partly because they're, they're wonderful, godly parents, and partly because of my own stupidity. I didn't know how to clear web browser history. But it was, it was a good thing. Like, it was a really painful time in my life. But I'm so grateful for that pain. Because through that, God deterred me away from a path that would have led to so much, so much darkness. But God didn't stop there. He's blessed me beyond measure. He gave me wonderful, godly parents that instructed me in his word. He gave, he gave me a wonderful home congregation that brought me up in the, in the faith, and he even, he even allowed me to spend these last couple of years at the Free Lutheran Bible College, where I've been surrounded by godly influences and have been able to hear the Bible taught every day. To be frank, Lord, you're spoiling me. <laughs> you know, I bet a lot of you could probably identify with the first part of my testimony. Maybe some of you even had to like make up a conversion story because you felt like really really uh, uncomfortable not having one. I know I did. But you know, testimonies aren't about you. And they aren't about me. They're about Christ and what he has done. In the same way, oftentimes we make the Christian life all about us. It's all about what we've done, all about what we did on such and such a day, all about how we go to church, we don't cuss, we don't do this, we do that. But it's not about that. It's about Christ and what he has done for us. Uh, Philippians chapter 3, if I get the exact verse here. Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 through 9 says, But whatever things were gained to me, those I consider lost for the sake of Christ. 
More than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish, that I might gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but the righteousness that comes from faith, the righteousness that comes as a gift of God on the basis of faith. So, I guess I do have a testimony. For I testify to the greatness of God's love for me and the glory of his wonderful salvation. There is a Redeemer. A Redeemer who has already done everything for your salvation and mine. Just love 
sing a few congregational songs now, so I'd ask if you're willing and able, if you'd please rise and sing with us. The first song that we're going to sing is In Christ Alone, which is number six on the sheet. And before we sing it, I want to read for you from Mark 9, 7 and 8, which takes place during the Transfiguration. And it says, And a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. And suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them but Jesus only.
scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand till he returns or calls me home. Here in the power of Christ I'll stand. Next one we'll be singing is uh, Nothing But the Blood. That's number two in the sheet. And uh, before we do, I want to uh, recite uh, 2 Corinthians 5.21. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Oh, 
is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Our next song is Cornerstone, which is number seven. <laughs>
The next song that we're going to sing for you guys is called Crucified with Christ. And so I want to read Galatians 2.20, which says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. sets me free. I will glory in the power of the cross. The things I thought were gain, I count as loss. And with this suffering, I identify. And by his resurrection power,
all for all I have, so that his cross is not in vain. For I found to live is Christ, and to die is truly gain. For I am crucified with Christ, and yet I live. For I am crucified with Christ, and yet I live. For I am crucified with Christ, and yet I live. For I am crucified with My name is Kaylee Peterson, and I just finished my second year at the Free Lutheran Bible College. I've learned so much during my two years there, but one thing that really stands out to me is learning to trust and rely on God fully. About halfway through the school year, I got pretty sick, and this was a difficult time for me in my life. It was really hard for me to be happy in those months, which is something that I'd never experienced before. I'd never just not been happy. I remember, we, I remember wondering if there was something wrong with me or if I had failed in some way because I felt like this. But through it all, I still felt a peace and joy that can only come from the Lord. And I learned that even though, through I, was go, even though I was going through a hard time, I wasn't alone. God was there by my side and hadn't given up on me. I have the kind of personality that hates to ask for help from people. I would rather deal with things myself than burden other people with my problems. But during this time, God brought me to my knees and made me realize that I needed to let go of trying to do things myself and depend on him fully for my joy, help, and strength. I think in a way, I needed to go through this time to learn and truly understand what full reliance is. I really like the Bible verse John 16:33, which says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace, in the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. In this verse, we're not promised to live perfect lives because we're Christians, or that we'll never go through hard times, but we do have a God who has already overcome the world and walks alongside us and gives us joy even in the hardest of times. So even though these days were difficult for me, now that I've walked through it, I can look back and see how faithful God was to me every step of the way. In the Lord, in the Lord. 
in the Lord, my soul's been anchored, anchored in the Lord, in the Lord, in the Lord, my soul's been anchored in the Lord, my Lord, my soul's been anchored in the Lord, Lord, my soul's been anchored in the Lord. Soul's been anchored in the Lord. I'd sing and pray myself away. My soul's been anchored in the Lord. My soul's been anchored. My soul's been anchored in the Lord. In the Lord. In the Lord. My soul's been anchored. Anchored in the Lord. In the Lord. In the Lord, my soul's been anchored in the Lord. My Lord, my soul's been anchored in the Lord. Lord, my soul's been anchored in the Lord. God shout and pray can never stop. My soul's been anchored in the Lord. Until I reach the mountains of my soul's been anchored in the Lord. My soul's been anchored. I'll serve you. Oh, yes. Lord, I'll praise you. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. My soul's been anchored in the Lord. God Almighty, my been anchored. Anchored in the Lord. Thank you. As we prepare to do our last song here, I want to read to you from Psalm 34, verse 17. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of all of their troubles. Oh uh-huh. 
I'm going home to be forever blessed. Trust and never doubt, Jesus will surely bring you up. For being here. It was special for us to be here, and I thank you for being so welcoming to us. Um, but before we go, I want to leave you all with a closing benediction. And this comes from Romans 15, verses 5 and 6, and it says, May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another, in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for having us. <laughs>